Generals, welcome to the One Graham Army Podcast. I am Graham. Joining me for today's festivities, the creator of the creator of the One Graham Army Podcast, Charlie Possum Walden. How you doing? Hi, guys. (laughs) Possum is pandering to the crowd, to the crowd being uh, Macy, who is sitting over on the couch. You can't see her, but uh, she's been... All weekend, giving Possum and I a tremendous amount of YouTube advice. It's great. You know, suggesting that we start our videos. What about this? Yeah. Well, yeah, the reaction, every reaction video thumbnail. Right. right. Someone go ahead. Um, Stolen totally from Home Alone, by the way. Naturally. Well, I think it's just everyone has a very visceral reaction to seeing someone making that face. You know, it was a source of entertainment for so long. I, I just scratched my nose, by the way. I want to be sure you edit that out of the video. There's no editing here. So if you... <laughs> If you dig out any boogers, they're on you. Um, <laughs> totally. But yeah, I know you, we don't have a tremendous amount of time, and especially with the uh, commander sitting over there. What are you doing over there, Toots? Looking at YouTube videos. Could you not chew on your headphones? Probably be better for you. Hey. Not eating that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're... Yeah, so it's good. what's it like out there today? It's pretty nice out there today. Yeah, it's nice outside. It's not so hot as it's been. No, but it will be again. Yeah. That's going to be very short-lived. You can squeeze the chicken. Go ahead. Maisie has the rubber chicken over there. Oh, I love that thing. Give us one more. There you go. That's great. <laughs> Excellent. Um, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah. But so, yeah. So I'm I, boring you? Yeah, I'm already <laughs> I'm bored to tears here. I've already had enough. What are we, uh, two, two minutes. Thanks. And we're clear. Not, in, not including the 30 seconds of introduction. We are at two minutes here. Um, no, I did want to show you a couple of things while I had you, because I know you sure. guys have to get out of here relatively soon. Uh, so you travel a, a good bit. Oh, yeah. We're going to places all the time. All, all you got to do is look at my uh, you know Instagram. Yeah. Fiddler Possum, that's the Instagram. Yep. Or, you know, look at my public Facebook posts. You know, I, we're going places all the time. Yeah. And so in in light of that, I know you've spent a good bit of time in the UK. I know you've been to Ireland on a n- number of occasions, yes, right? Scotland, too. Scotland, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I want to play this video for you that I found the other day. Uh, this is an Irish farmer. Um, the news guy is going to give you a little break in. But I want you to really, really pay attention and see if you can understand everything anything he says all right all right let's, let's see it this is gonna be this is good accent work here it's good practice last saturday mikey joe o'shea brought his flock of scotch sheep down from the mountain commonage ahead of lambing he discovered over 50 were missing allowing for a number of deaths and right. strays mikey is convinced over 45 sheep have been stolen 40. possible night there'd be a full moon there about night and since you'd be right out and could anyone go up in the mountains about night sure Oh, and before we get through this, I don't have any, I've I got like three words and I've listened to this a thousand no, no, times. I can totally tell you what he's talking about. Okay. All right. You have a notepad too, if you need yes, to, no, uh, no, I don't need you need to write you this down. <laughs> Possible night, there'd be a full moon there about night and should be bright out and there could anyone go up in the mountains about night, sure. 
Okay, he's saying that it was a full moon and it, it was should it was bright out and he and so anyone could go up in the mountains there. I believe is what he said. I, that's you know that's got to be at least close. That's pretty close. I think that five sheep have been stolen. Possibly a night. There'd be a full moon there about a night, and then should it be bright out, and there could anyone go up in the mountains about yeah, a night? Sure. I think you're pretty close. Yeah, I well, mean, that was the first bit. I got sheep. no idea. Listen, Mike, and the lambs and everything, the sheep, just count, count out the nights between only, Mike. Come on. It is a form of English. Yeah. <laughs> it is Technically, a form of English. No, it is English. Right. But Listen, the sheep, just count, just count out the nights between only, Mike. Yeah, so, so you know, a couple of years ago we were in Scotland. We went to the Neil Gow Festival, which is in Dunkeld, is it in Perthshire. Mm-hmm. And we stayed at a bed and breakfast. There were three, I think they could accommodate Could you three, get a little closer to the microphone? I think me? they could accommodate three rooms at this bed and breakfast, right? Yeah. So we're sitting at breakfast the next day. There was a us, a Scottish couple from Edinburgh somewhere, and two people from, two older people from Northumberland, which is the border region. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they... Uh, we were talking and like these older people would talk and like we couldn't understand anything they were saying. I mean, zero. Right. And we kept nodding and we looked at over at the Scottish couple and these people kept talking about different things. And finally they got up and left and we asked the Scottish couple. So they were like probably in their fifties or something. Yeah. So like we couldn't understand anything those people were saying. And they went, Oh, we couldn't understand them either. <laughs> yeah, we were smiling and nodding along also. Right, right. I thought they were getting it yeah. all like... Well, I think this video too, though, I think what helps is that there's some context, you know, because you hear oh, them yeah. say words like lamb and you and you kind of get the mountains The mountain thing. and but the I, full moon, I could hear that. Right, yeah. but I think if you just drop this on somebody, no like, hey, who's this guy? What is he talking about? Be doing about you nothing. Who's what? You know what? Now, this guy, you can understand like a little bit better. next-door neighbor see. says some of his sheep... This is why what leads me to believe that that guy is exceptionally hard to understand, because you can pick I've up also a been good stolen. bit of this come guy. Come back, come back, right. come back. I'm missing about 10, 10 years. See, but that guy's young. That's all the difficult. All the guys have a, a good dog. Have a good dogging. Go at night, some moonshine night. You go at night, you have a good dog. Yeah, but what did he say? What was that thing he said? Good dogging. Good dog. Oh, okay, 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 good. I got that. But this guy, it's no count way. out a nice bit too like <laughs> like in the lambs and everything the sheep just count it's count out a nice bit too money like a, a nice bit of money whack <laughs> like in the lambs and everything the sheep just count it's count out a nice bit too money like what is he talking about you know, you know the thing I love in Ireland though is like the falsetto thing yeah you're getting a little bit from this guy mm-hmm. we were over there a few years ago and we stopped at one of these ring forts you know which is like these uh prehistoric ring forts that they built yeah and and there was a there was a cafe there it was out in the middle of nowhere in the west of ireland and there was a little sign sheepdog demonstration like handwritten sign so we went around behind the cafe and there was this little like uh pen made with rocks and there was a guy a guy had two dogs and maybe four or five sheep out there Mm -hmm. and he would like talked about his dogs and then he'd have the dogs do move the sheep around based on his commands but this was like this big burly guy you know and he would talk in a normal voice, but it was understandable uh, Irish accent, you know. But then when he started talking about his dogs, oh, they're lovely. his voice would get really high like that. Oh, I love my dogs. Yeah, yeah you get a little bit from that guy. Right. By the way, what? Uh, why is there only 239 beans in Irish bean soup, do you know? I don't. If it was one more, it'd be too farty. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, only at eight minutes, folks. <laughs> Whoa, we're partying in here now. All right, it's getting live. Um, oh, hey, I was actually also, I have to play you something. Macy, if you want, you want to go stand by Grandpa Possum so you can hear your, I'm going to play him your commercial.
You may not even remember, but if you can get by one of his headphones, maybe you could hear it. You ready? Yep. Today's episode is brought to you by Poops, Farts, and Burps. <laughs> the funniest things you could ever have. <laughs> yeah, Macy, totally independently, we were just sitting in here goofing off. She came up with that commercial. It's so sweet. You're going to love this when you're a teenager, that this That's will right. be on the internet. <laughs> you know why? Because fe- fecal matters. Oh, oh but all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, this is my rim shot. That's this right. is my version of a rim shot. Yo, yo, yo. How about that? <laughs> yep i've gotten a lot of use out of macy's keyboard i can tell yeah she's been practicing though she does come in here every of course and practice but then she also knows how to do this now too you know what i'm playing oh yeah <laughs> yeah you don't have any headphones that's called an oops that. by the way have you ever seen that written out i just oh. saw that the other day in some article i was reading in the new york times they had Describing some music as oons, 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 and like it was spelled with three O's and T Z. Wow. Do it again. So you had to write that out. Yeah. Three O's. Well, yeah, because when I when when I mimic techno music, it's there you go. Yeah. Now you know how to write it. There you yeah, if you ever had to write it down. I wonder if that qualifies like if you're writing music and you're like, and then this is the part where the oons comes in. You put it on the meters, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it does, works just like yeah, that. I'm sure people are writing out music like that all the time. I would imagine. <laughs> you have to write that kind of stuff out. It's not like a computer just spits it out for right. you. Um, and then this guy is in the UK. Uh, this gentleman is in London. Uh, I don't. What's How deep would you say you've been into pie culture as far as English culture is concerned? What's the strangest? You mean like meat pies? Yeah. I'm totally down with meat pies like... I've tried making my own meat pies. Uh, I've eaten meat pies in Barbados. Mm-hmm. See, all form any place the British have been, there are oh, meat yeah. pies. Jamaica has some amazing. I love Jamaican meat pies. Meat pies. You got them in Australia. They're yep. like nuts about meat pies. I've had them with lamb in them before. Yeah, and, and all over the UK, they got they got jerk meat pies in Jamaica. You know? Oh yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Well, and all that stuff you can get in the UK and in the states too. Any right. Jamaican restaurant worth their salt has delicious meat pies. Actually, they used to serve as meat pies on Thursdays in the high school cafeteria. They had uh, Jamaican spice like meat hand pies. pies, like folded. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you got your Welsh pasties up in uh, up in Michigan. You know, they have them up there. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had one of those they, before. They kind of have a lot more potatoes in them but they're yeah. but basically the idea behind those was is welsh miners could they would take them hot and stick them in their pockets you know right yeah keep them warm and you could eat it that's right well i think that's the genesis too though of the chicago style hot dog i think there's several things out there like that where it was like designed to be sort of a self-contained meal that's why mm-hmm. all that stuff is on a chicago style hot dog because they would be. serve it to construction workers right so it, but you couldn't put those in your pocket though. no definitely not <laughs> but if you ate but you could eat it quickly and it had you know a bunch of stuff all on the it. food groups are there exactly i don't think there's any cheese though no dairy is there no, no, no possibly in the bread, maybe, but yeah. No, there's no uh, dairy in bread. But yeah, there's no cheese on there, but that's for good reason. Yeah. You don't want cheese on your Chicago style hot dog. You, don't, you do want ketchup, however. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> I, don't think, I think that's quite the opposite. But staying on track of our important discussion about pies, check this. This guy is the proprietor of the oldest pie shop in London. What about the eels? Is this the eel thing? 
This little rubber thumb stall is because in the middle of the eel, <laughs> there's bones. And if you are unlucky, it doesn't happen all the time, you put your thumb in and the bone goes up your thumb, which is a lot of fun. But it which does is better than going up your bum, by the way. Which is very handy. So I've got some eels here. You can see some of this prep work here. They are live. I've had them in water, so they're not that lively now. You go basically behind the flippers, or behind the ears, as we call it, straight across, and he's dead. Oh. It's as quick as that. This looks pretty appetizing. And, then, right, and, and Robert's your mother's across brother. Across the belly. <laughs> She's run there away. These, I think they fished these out. out of the Thames, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, these are Thames River so, eels. So they're like totally clean and perfect. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah, because that river's super clean. I right. up in the market. I used to cut the eels up with my dad when I was a tiny, tiny kid. Look at that. Give me one Man, that's one serious night. Oh, yeah, it looks like it's got to be sharp. Those things look tough. Oh, yeah, I bet the skin on them. It looks like catfish skin, actually. Yeah, because I could cut the head off and the blood could squirt into your lenses. <laughs> Better than that could go into your eye, and that is fearsome, I tell you. It stings like buggery. Very, very <laughs> the blood gets in your eye. It stings very, like buggery. A beautiful bread eel. Got lovely thick sides to them. That is how we prepare them to cook them. These have to be washed, and they're beautiful, beautiful pieces of eel. Wow. <laughs> I'll put these on. Oh. What we'll do now... Talking about eels, boy. Let, let's advance you a, see little a little bit. bit I'll see a little more. Yeah, I haven't right. watched this. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. He's always oh, Arsenal, Arsenal supporter. Yeah. yeah. You know the thing about what? what is the thing They're always about, trying to walk it. Yeah. <laughs> thing about Winger. It's always trying to walk <laughs> okay, it. Right. Yeah. Now, what's Winger thinking? Putting yeah. Walcott in oh, it's so, early. so early. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. the thing about Arsenal. <laughs> They're always trying to walk it. Yeah. So for my UK listeners, see, we know all about that stuff. That's the bottom. For a UK listener, yeah. That will be squashed in here and divided into 36 equal dollies. Wow, that's how they make the separate there. pies. Everything's wow. all that is scratch. pretty amazing, Everything. actually. Well, this wow. starts and, off ah. short crust pastry. Ah, <laughs> but this being the bottom dough. Oh my god. Yeah, we just did an episode, me and Tony, about workplace safety. Yeah, this guy's. Than the crust. There's no so guard on that thing. With the all the cuttings from the, the, the crust and the bottom dough and flour and water. This is the podger. The podger. And this is the an old, odd piece of dough that we use. Oh, just to tamp it to down. Make it's like a little hammer. The indentation for the meat to go oh, in. Oh, I've got to, I've got to watch this whole thing. Right, you can fast forward a little bit here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, want yeah. To, I want to see when they're themselves. actually like putting the fish, the oh, very eel in. When they come to that I bone out every week. He bones out every week. Okay, and good for him. We've got salt and pepper and a little bit of caramel for a bit of gravy colour if you beef. Right. Sometimes scotch. Okay, well, they must have chopped the eel. It must have been. Presuming, assuming this is the eel pie itself. There's your pie's ready to have the top. It's got to be. hold the pie like a brick. You've got no idea how gently I'm holding these pies. i got no idea. There's no finger marks on them, no thumb marks. This I love cooking. This is, this is must see TV. Oh, As yeah. it's supposed to be. The gelatine. Lunchtime. There's his oh, eel pie. Oh, oh, man, those look fantastic. There's your mash. That is a and meal. here is the parsley sauce, the liquor. All right. That look, looks like that's made from... Is that the liquor from the water? Yeah. Oh, wow, that's going to be, like, really fishy. Because I would bet those eels are really fishy. I would think so. They're bottom feeders, right? Right. Like It's like eating carp pie. I would think so. <laughs> right. Although, the, I guess if you, the, the based on how fresh they are, but they have to stink anyway. 
Like whether they well, sat around or not, they're eels. Yeah, the Thames is like this muddy river, you know. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. Right. But they, those are genuine Thames uh, eels wow. served by the proprietor of the oldest oldest pie, pie shop, shop in London. London. Yeah. Okay. That guy's been that, making eel pies for quite some time. That was time. highly educational. I like to point out. Yeah. Well, and there's also just the excitement of the cringe factor of right. watching him pull that giant live eel out, cut right. its head and off, and cut it. Your thumb. Yeah. If it does, it hurts like buggery. Right. Stings like buggery. Stings. No, that's, no, that's the, the blood, blood gets in your, in your eye. eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hazardous occupation. It does seem as such. Well, yeah. And then that pie rolling thing looked horribly dangerous. It was like the two steel wheels. It looked like a motorized uh, laundry washer thing. Right, the right. little wheel that turns. And I bet there's no give. No, I don't, no, <laughs> I don't think it goes, goes up. There. Yeah, like gives you any room if your finger gets in there. Not a chance. Probably just over for you. You ever seen an old-fashioned printing press where like the 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 like it's got a roller that rolls ink and then the two platens come together like this and they come really and you can dial their manual so you could dial the speed up depending on how good you were mm-hmm. and like so like you slide in a piece of paper it does the hit you take that piece of paper out put another piece of paper in it does the hit oh and like i've seen yeah, guys like yeah, going yeah. like this you know yeah it's all about speed you oh, know let's see. Working fast. am i close enough to the mic <laughs> oh yeah you're good it's not a gutenberg press though huh? no no that's a crank that's one. the crank this one, is like yeah. a, a, a like, mod me- would have been in the late 1800s one. they'd have had a mechanical yeah. press like that or f- certainly as soon as there was electric yeah electric oh i see but i think they had presses like that that would operate uh, by other means you know or treadle operated you know yeah oh yeah i've seen those before also yeah uh yeah no, I, there's just so many dangerous things in the history of manufacturing that involve crushing oh, yeah. and rolling, and there's so few of them. It's very recently before any of them had guards of any kind on them. Um, I, I think that was really all I... Okay. I think that was all, all I right. had for you. Uh, I, I do want to share with you something that I'll try to send to you since you did this workplace safety thing. I used to have a PowerPoint. I think I still have it somewhere mm-hmm. in some old Macy, drive. stop kicking that, please. And uh, it was like 30 or 40 slides of the worst kind of like ridiculous safety things like a forklift with another forklift oh on it. yeah i've you know, seen those, those kind before. of things those are great or yeah. four ladders lashed together yeah you know, or, coming, or, coming out of a swimming pool yeah, where a guy's say, changing the, a light bulb or something. yeah the swimming pool guy with the wiring <laughs> hanging down <laughs> is pretty great <laughs> that kind of stuff super safe oh yeah it's good. yep it's good all stuff. right well um yeah a little uh, brief episode here for this one okay. just because we uh we're running low on time we got things to do we got things to do people to see grandkids to uh, spoil. That's right. So, uh, Maisie, do you want to come over and do your rubber chicken? Every, so everybody knows you can find you can find Possum at uh, charliewalden.com. All yep. the links oh, are yeah. there. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> go go stand next to Grandma Possum and do it with the microphone. Uh, but before you do it, let me sign off real quick. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Don't forget uh, to subscribe to the YouTube channel um, and get this podcast wherever you get podcasts from. Uh, visit patreon.com slash one gram army and... Uh, Good night, everyone. Welcome. One Graham. One Graham. Welcome to the One Graham Army podcast. Welcome. One Graham. Welcome. One One Graham. Welcome. One Graham. Welcome to the One Graham Army podcast.